Today I'm going to be reading two Aesop's fables. The first one will be is titled The Explorers and the Bear, and the second one is Belling the Cat. So these are both some of my favorite Aesop's fables, and I'm just going to go ahead and read the first one. The Explorers and the Bear. Two friends were walking down a path. They were explorers and walked over half the world together, through jungles thick with tangled trees, across parched desert lands, and up icy mountain peaks. They thought they knew everything there was to know about each other. It was a calm day. There was no wind and very little sound but for the crackle of twigs underfoot as they walked through a woody glade. Then the stillness was broken by a pounding sound. The sound of four heavy paws coming closer and closer. One of the friends turned. A bear! He cried. It's a bear! He ran to the nearest tree and climbed it never turning back to look out for his friend, just grabbing the branches in a frenzy and hauling himself up and up out of danger. His friend was frozen to the spot. He wanted to run, but his legs wouldn't move. He remembered hearing somewhere that a bear wouldn't eat what was already dead. He forced himself to drop to the ground, lying as still as he could, praying that what he had heard was true. A moment later, he felt the bear's hot breath on his neck. He could hear it sniffing him, hear the heavy pants coming from its huge body. The man held his breath. The bear's muzzle moved over his face. Its fur was wet around its mouth, brushing against his ear. Its pants were loud, so loud that they were all he could hear. Sounds like the sea, he thought. A moment later, the bear was gone. The man lay there for a little while, just to be sure. Then he hauled himself up feeling dizzy to still be alive. His friend scrambled down from the tree, leaves and twigs sticking out from his hair at crazy angles. What did the bear say to you? he asked. What do you mean? asked the man. I saw him whisper in your ear, replied his friend. He spoke to you, I'm sure of it. The man allowed himself a slow smile. He said that I should avoid men who flee when danger comes. The moral of the story is a true friend will face danger at your side. Now it's time for... Today's second fable is Belling the Cat. The clock struck midnight and the moon shone bright. In a grand house on tree-lined avenue, everyone was fast asleep. Everyone, that is, but the mice. They were hurrying and scurrying up their little stairs inside the walls, whiskers twitching in excitement. Tonight was the night of the big meeting. I wonder what it can be about, they said to each other. Perhaps we're going to find out who's been stealing the cheese, said one. Or discuss the rats, suggested another. Quiet, tutted one of the older mice as they reached the attic. The meeting is about to begin. The attic floor was heavy with mice all tumbling over each other in a big heap as they took their places. Above them, on a low-slung beam, stood the chief mouse. He listened for a moment to their squeaks and chatter, then raised his paw to silence them. We are here tonight to talk about... He paused for a moment and lowered his voice. The cat! Just at the sound of that word, many of the mice began to tremble, covering their ears with their paws. Oh, don't mention him! How he torments us! 
the way he creeps up on us. Only the other day he pounced on my mother's cousin's wife, the little plump mouse quivering like jelly. That's nothing, said her friend. I heard he took ten mice in the pantry yesterday. Only their tails were left. He must be stopped, said the chief mouse. We must find a way. At once the mice fell silent, each one thinking as hard as they could. We could try talking to him, suggested a motherly-looking mouse. We could ask him to stop eating us. Yes, added another, her eyes shining brightly. And what if we offered to bring him other food to eat instead? We could steal scraps of meat from the kitchen. The cat doesn't just eat us because he's hungry, pointed out the chief mouse. He catches us because he thinks it's fun. The mice were quiet for a long time after that. Then... From the back of the attic, a small voice popped up. I think I've got it. I, I really do. I know how we can stop him from catching us. Everyone turned to see the little mouse jumping up and down, paws waving in the air. Wait there, he squeaked. I'll be back in just a minute. And he was off. The mice waited. They heard the little mouse's feet pitter-pattering away. Then nothing. Then the sound of feet pattering back again. Ding-a-ling-ling. What was that? Ding-a-ling-ling. There it was again. The little mouse reappeared, his paws behind his back. The cat is so good at catching us because we never hear him, he declared. Then, with a flourish, he brought out a small golden bell on a string. If we tie the spell around his neck, the mouse went on, we'll always be warned. By belling the cat, you see, he'll never be able to catch us again. All the mice immediately began cheering and clapping, congratulating the little mouse on its brilliant idea. No one saw the chief mouse frown. The little mouse puffed himself out with pride, smiling from ear to ear. The chief mouse raised his paw once more, trying to get everyone's attention. The others were too busy celebrating to notice. At last, the chief mouse banged his walking stick against the wooden beam of the attic. Yes, yes, he said wearily. It, it's a fine idea, but who I ask going to put the bell on the cat? The mice looked hopefully at one another. Not one so much as uttered a squeak. Just as I thought, said the chief mouse. It's one thing to say something should be done, and quite a different method to do it. The moral of the story is, some things are easier said than done. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the Aesop's Fables, and I will be back soon, and I will read some more. Bye!